NFT news never stops, so we made a weekly stop for all the things you missed. It's time for another installment of NFT Rewind with your hosts, Farouk and Crazy Carl. Yo, 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 what is going on? Good evening, NFT family. Thank you for joining us for your NFT weekly recap of the first full week of April 2022. Another week in the NFT space has passed, which means we have a lot to recap. And it wouldn't be a true recap without the king of rug radio himself, my brother Farouk. Farouk, GM, what's going on, man? GM, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's going on, Carl? There's that energy. We've been gone. We missed last week, and it's always good to be back. It doesn't matter if it's morning or evening. We're ready to go. We're ready to get this party started all the time. Hell yeah, we're always ready. I was just thinking about it earlier, but this is my seventh. I mean, this was in the full week, every single day hosting one to two spaces. So, you know, we're always down for one more. Oh, shit. Are you serious? That is amazing. You know, those weeks, that that's uh, that's like a true grinding week when you're on spaces that much throughout the week. Well done, man. That's a lot of work. And I know you had some big spaces this week, too. Yeah, it's been wild. This, the drift one yesterday, Saturday, three hours long was was something, but, you know. You know, we're going to touch on Drift, too, because that's a beautiful thing, uh, that entire drop. So let's go ahead and get into it. We've got a lot of friends up on stage, too, that we're going to bounce around to during the show. Thank you uh, to everyone that's on stage. Let's go ahead and get started with uh, trending news headline number one. FIWO Paint Drop. Fuocious, one of the highest grossing crypto artists in the world, has not released an open edition NFT for over a year until last week. Over $23 million of paint was purchased on Nifty Gateway. Paint is going to have utility in FIWO world, which is a metaverse world that FIWO is currently creating. I am so excited for FIWO World. I'm definitely a FIWO Maxi. He's one of the all-time greatest NFT artists. And I was lucky enough to get in the top 50 buyers of paint because, you know, conviction, baby. Farouk, you're the chief vibe officer for FIWO World, and you love FIWO so much. You're a part of the FIWO World team. Tell us what's so special about this guy and this project. I mean, what is not special about FIWO? He literally is one of the most inspiring individuals I've ever had the chance to meet, to read, to listen to, and to just exist next to. He's like, I mean, it's Fiwo. You know, his energy is different. Uh, he's, to me, he's one of the most important artists of our generation, uh, you know, and he's just so, so, so special. So first of all, congratulations, Carl, because I saw you did Top 100. I was having dinner with Fiwo the night in between both, that Sunday night, and we're waiting for the day after. And, you know, I mentioned, I was like, yo, like, my boy Carl is in there. He's like, oh, yeah, Carl. Like, so just so you know, like, you know, it doesn't go unseen, you know. And uh, I want you to know that. I didn't tell you that yet. So I was waiting. But, uh, but yes. And so, dude, like, you know, well-deserved for Fuo. You know, what he's got going on is awesome. Obviously, Fuo Wilson has performed pretty well for the people who managed to get some. Uh, and, you know, we saw the secondary action also that did, that was, that did pretty good. So I'm excited for what he's got going on. Uh, you know, it's really just a true art project and it's got a lot of legs, got a lot of good foundations and fuel is just fuel. So excited for what's coming next. Right. So he's always got a couple of surprises in store for everyone. That's what I love about him. You know, what is, uh, what was really inspiring to me was, uh, when he announced about, uh, paint and then canvas and you realize that all the paint parties he's been doing, uh, around the state, uh, at all of these different conferences, they always had a bigger purpose. He, there's, there was a, 
uh, a meaning behind all of these events that he was doing. Uh, no one knew that that was going, but uh, now, like looking at it, you realize how everything is connected and, and this long-term vision. And that's what I really wanted to touch on with this first topic, because I think when you, uh, when you kind of zoom out, you can kind of figure out who these long-term builders are. Fawocious hasn't had any sort of drop uh, in over a year, but he's still at all these events. He's building, he's creating. And that's just something I'd, I'd love uh, if anyone wanted to touch on sure. in the panel, because I just think that's like super inspiring when I see people like grinding behind the scenes like that. Dude, just just wanted to add, because since last time I remember, so we had the Fuel Paint Party here uh, in, in LA, and that was so fun. It's just so cool to see everyone just be able to come with him. And he's just like, he's so humble. He's so real. He's out there talking to hundreds of people for like six, seven, eight hours straight, painting with them, painting their shoes and their shirts and their this and their that. And, that, that. and like, he's just out there just for the people. And that's what I just love to see, you know, and it's, it's just so incredible to be able to, you know, live next to someone like that. Cause it was so fun, dude. Like we hosted a live rug radio session, Carl. I saw that. that. Look, I saw the saw pictures the of that. That looks well, so fun. Dude, like, like I know you're a big fuel fan. So you understand the whole emotional, like side of these, this thing, right? Carl, like, I get in there before for the prep after speaking at FTLA at the convention center and I see the thing and I'm like, whoa, like there was a whole radio logo that he remade and everything. We had some friends were hosting live and it's just like being able to live these moments with him is like so incredible. Like the energy in their car, like it's like you're hosting live. Right? Let's say we had you and I show right now live and like I'm asking Fuo like, yo, like talk to me about your art like and then as he's talking about his art at the end of it he starts crying and like the energy in the room everybody's crying i look up like everyone is in tears and like we just felt the energy through the room is so special you know like it's something i i had never lived before it was really beautiful so those pay parties are awesome and i'm just super excited for all things fuel because he knows what the fuck he's doing and it's just so beautiful because it's real but i don't know maybe other people have seen the pay parties i mean fungi you've been there Simon, I don't know if you've been to a pay party. Maybe you have. No, I, I have missed the one in New York, and I, I had family in town out here, so I missed the one in L.A., but next time, without a doubt. Farouk, you were oh, painting yeah. on your shoes, right? Was that one? Yeah, I'm Just... wearing the shoes now, actually. I'm even wearing cool. the shirt that we drew on him, his girlfriend, me and my girlfriend one day in New York. We just sat on the floor. I remember. And... Yeah, so it's, it's super special. It is beautiful. I, was in, I went to the paint party in uh, Miami, and it was really amazing. I got to, that was the first, I, it's also funny because you just cross paths with people. Uh, I met its parrot in person that, that day, uh, just because he ended up being there as well. But just, um, one thing that I always loved about Fawocious too, is that, uh, if you know any sort of upcoming artists in the NFT space, Fawocious is like friends or mentoring or learned from them. Like he's just connected to everyone. He's like one of those guys that's just always learning, always helping. And and I talk a lot about on the Crazy About Crypto show about how important that is about uplifting and elevating others. And he's he's all about that, whether it's purchasing. I mean, he bought, you know, uh, one of the first uh, Genesis pieces of Sam, uh, Sam Spat. And, and I think it's just like stuff like that, you know, it's just like that's the that's the real power behind Fawocious. Is It's not it's his story, but it's also about how he gives back to the ecosystem that I think is a lot of times what people don't understand is that these builders that give back and uh, help elevate other people that's the real secret sauce you should have you should have seen 
you should have seen back then, like a year and something ago, when he had his first big sales and the artifact shit and all that stuff. He went and swept the floor. Like he bought like Corey Van Lu Genesis on Super Rare. Like if you were Corey Van Lu's Genesis pieces, the three of them, they're fucking iconic. Like it's just like COVID pieces with like the people like wearing pink suits and shit. Like that was Fuel buying them. Like Fuel has been putting on artists too, right? So it's really cool to see it happen. Um, and it's you know it's just I just find that really cool. So. I don't know if anyone has anything to say about that, but it's uh, it's really been a cool event in the last week. There's been a lot. I can't believe, Carl, I can't believe the week started with this. Like, that was Monday. To me, it feels like weeks ago because it was so draining emotionally and energy, like, like just, like, physically to just do all these things, but in a good way. But it's just like after I was like, whoa, like, that was a lot, you know? Yeah, it is It is crazy. I mean, looking back at the week, this was going to be on uh, last week's Rewind. It's one that I carried over because it's still relevant because the sale happened this week. But also just seeing the numbers and the people that uh, when you go... Fawocious is a legend for a lot, of, a lot of reasons. Not only is he an artist, but if you look at his collection, like Farouk was saying, he, he's like one of the the greatest collectors out there as well because he understands talent. It's just like all these uh, things about when you look and when you zoom out, you can just see that he's going to be one of those guys that you know people study. And what I when when I look at artists like that or like X Copy, uh, you know, one thing that's just something I'm always thinking about is uh, you know when when we're past which i know that sounds weird but just like hundreds of years down the line like these are these these iconic artists are being born that are on the blockchain that people will look back as some of the greatest uh, of of this era and it's just um it really blows my mind to think think about that about the history that's being made constantly in the in the nft and the blockchain space but yo, yo if if oh go ahead tal i saw you come off mute yeah, I just wanted to add, I wasn't at the event. I mean, I saw in New York, I saw Farouk with the shoes and, 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 and everything about that. And I already got to know these guys since then. He's really amazing. But I think it's so inspiring to see such a young, you know, age that is inspiring so many people. So it just shows you how how um, the world is going to look like when you have young kids who are inspiring others, who creating, who creating community, who creating art who are bringing people together around this surreal, beautiful art that he's making. And also he's always supporting and I see him around, you know, supporting others. And I think it is so crucial as a, you know, as a mother and as a mother for another kid that's coming up really soon. I'm very, very touched by the fact that he's so young and it brings it brings me a lot of optimization, optimization. Like I'm very optimistic for the future generation, you know, for what my kids are born into to see this kind of people around us, that it's not only the elder ones, but it's also the, the younger generation who are raised up on great values, on, on community building, on creation, of on sharing, or on meeting on IRLs, on paying attention to each and every person over there, on not being snob or not being, you know, with your nose up because you had a big success or because you're known now and, or, or you, you're com- connected to the right people or whatever. A lot of, you know, there are a lot of people out there that are really become different people when they succeed. But here you see a, a kid, and he's a kid, 19. I mean, he's, he's a kid, but he's adult in his soul that is actually inspiring others and bringing us all uh, positive vibes and bringing us all together around this, his art. And it's just beautiful to see, and I'm very happy to, to know that this is the next generation when I'm raising those in my ho- house as well. 
Yeah, and raising daughters myself, it is insane to think about um, just the uh, opportunities that are open to the future generation to be able to create their own path, not have to necessarily be, uh, you know, tied down to the same uh, route of success that we that we had to go through the legacy system. So is it's just such an exciting time, and Fosius is a trailblazer. Had to make sure to bring that up in uh, our trending news because that was a huge sale for him, and I think everyone's looking forward to seeing. And what he creates. Let's go ahead and move on to trending news headline number two Rug Radio DAO. Rug Radio has officially launched its DAO. It has been in, uh, inspiring sitting on the sidelines watching the transparent building from voting for council members to town halls for the community to get updates. I've missed a lot of the updates and wanted to take some time for anyone else that may have missed uh, them as well. Farouk, I'd love for you to catch me speed, catch me up to speed and maybe some people in the audience on what has been happening with Rug Radio the last couple weeks because there's been some big things that have happened. Damn, I should have checked, double-checked the titles um, with you before, you know, kind of like doing this thing. Uh, Carl, thank you for putting me out there uh, just like that. I mean, fuck, I just, <laughs> shit, Carl, you just got me realizing that you had the fuel drop and the rug dial drop in, like, launching in the same week. In the same like, week. is There's a I, lot. And I was wondering what was drained this weekend. <laughs> like, I went to bed at nine last night. There's so like, much going on, man. And you're you're in, like, half, a lot of these headlines, like, you've been either hosting spaces about them, like, you've just been everywhere. <laughs> Bro, no wonder I'm exhausted, Carl. Um, I mean, loot. Like, you know, it's been really amazing. So the Rugdow Council nominations went through the voting process over. So we have the 33 members. Um, I have a really cool, like, thread coming up about that specifically. Uh, you know, just presenting all 33 council members. Like, it's really amazing to have some, like, a diverse, inclusive council that will be able to help us, you know, build, you know, what's coming with Rug Radio and really represent the community. Uh, I'm really happy, like, you know, Keith Grossman was in there, John Legere. XCO T-Mobile, so that was like fire, right? He's he's a good friend that I met on Clubhouse, you know. Anjali Kapoor, she's an incredible woman that worked at like CNN, you know, Wall Street Journal, etc. Someone who knows media and also knows Web3 uh, to be there. And just a bunch of members of the community that just wanted to help out. Or Betty from the Dead Fella. So that was awesome. And then, you know, we finally launched the RDAO token, which is really amazing. And that felt like a huge relief for me because, you know, it's like, now you can say Rug Radio is finally a 100% launch. Like, the launch is officially finished now. And it's just amazing. You know, you're looking three months in. Actually, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow's going to be exactly three months since the mint on January 11th, right? And I'm just, like, looking back at one quarter, I'm so fucking proud of what we've done. Like, you know, I understand some people want to move fast or a certain pace or whatever, but things have to be done right because I'm trying to build over the next 10, 20, 30 fucking years and just, like, being able to, like, set foundations and build something solid with, an incredible team and an even better community is amazing. So yeah, that's what's up. So what's next is like tomorrow, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'll announce it tonight. It's gonna be a town hall. So I'm not gonna you know go too long over this topic right now, Carl. But you know dude, we're gonna go over what's next with Rock Radio, the DAO Council uh, partnerships, etc. And you know what we're trying to build, Canada, and what's coming out, which I don't want to talk too much about. Uh, but it's just like. You know, it's very exciting, Carl. Yo, now, you know, you now know, we can play. I need, now we can have fun, Carl. That's right. You you know, it's uh, one thing that I'm always inspired by is when you, you see a lot of builders come together and unite behind something, and the names of the people on the council uh, is just oh, incredible, Richard? man. It's just that insane. Is, it's crazy, dude. Like, it's just everyone's in there. 
Like it's fucking sick. It's people actually care for the space. So it's yeah, awesome. it, honestly, the thing, the problem is, as I, uh, that's why I needed to get an update because I've seen the tweets and I know there's st- a big things been going on, but I still, I'm like the worst person at going and collecting uh, my rug tokens because I know they're like accumulating because of my my th- my stuff. So that's, I think I that's what I need to know. Uh, I just need to stop oh. stop being lazy and go claim it, or uh, and then I know people have been converting tokens into DAO. Yes. I'm like, what the hell is happening? for oak i need i <laughs> um, i get it i get it you're trying to catch me personally so you can ask your fucking questions but you're making it a form of a show i get it yeah so, exactly um, exactly no i i think that is that's the biggest thing for me i just need to make sure to keep updated yeah. and people need to make sure to turn their notifications on to the uh the rug radio yeah, because yeah. that's that is a uh, it's just impressive you guys have been doing so much building and like you said i know that it can be exhausting uh and i know air nito's on the t i know we have some people that work with the, the rug radio team it's just uh it's cool to see everyone working so hard and doing such amazing things in just the hours that go into it uh behind the scenes is what people don't realize when you're building but anyone a lot of people on the stage are builders and so it's just uh it's always mad respect when you see people grinding and doing the right steps to get things done for the long term Hell yeah, dude. Well, all you got to do now is go to the official links. You know, it's in the Rug Radio bios of Linktree. You swap your Rug token on our own dashboard. It's on our own dashboard, too. Like, people got to go try it. Like, we're actually building shit. And we're, like, trying to pave the way in multiple areas. Like, we use our own shit for everything we do. Like, for the voting, we invented our own platform that was Web3. So, you connect your wallets. So, you vote for 33 individual people instead of just one through Snapshot. Like, everything we've been doing, we've actually built building our own selves, right? Even the platform we're working on. So it's just like, it's just like, go there, Carl, and swap your rug token. You go to, instead of claim, you go to redeem. And then you, you redeem rug tokens for our DAO token. It's so smooth. Like, it's just such a cool feeling. But uh, I don't know if anyone else on stage, like, did it, went through it, whatever. It's, you know, part of the thing. But it's just really cool. Uh, Jim, did, did somebody call my name? <laughs> I mean, it felt right to switch. I was going to say, Aaronito disappeared, and then all of a sudden I had a request from Rogue Radio official account. As uh, I was very fishy, there but it seemed it, it, this Hell this yeah. man this man said, we're repping Rogue Radio right now, so let's do the switch. What's going on, Aaronito? Let's go. Aaronito, you, you, uh, you, have you been enjoying seeing how everything's been evolving with Rogue Radio? It's just been so impressive. So I literally was here since day zero basically since since day zero like before it even happens and then we got into a twitter space and it all started from there it looks like most people also are on here oh wait some did i get rugged or no Farouk got rugged oh <laughs> when i see him leave i'm like oh damn <laughs> are we gonna follow he said he said what did uh what did i say why did Farouk leave me yeah. <laughs> Don't take it personally, Aaron. So, <laughs> I tell. So, yeah, I mean, you know, from day zero to see everything uh, building up from ground, from literally nothing, um, it, it's just amazing to see where where we are today, and yeah, it's so exciting. 
It has. It's been really awesome. I know uh, Farouk is always too humble to want to talk about it on the show. I had to slip it in there, though. Farouk, it, uh, you, as soon as Aaronito said, you, you just yeah, sorry, rugged I yourself. Yeah, rugged so hard. <laughs> I could hear, I could see all things like moving, but I couldn't hear anyone. So I was like, oh, we're rugged. We were but, rugged. Yeah, I, it's, it's, only, it's only fitting. Um, but I'm, yeah. I agree with everything you said, I'm sure. If only you heard what I said, I'm not sure you would agree, though. Like, Farouk, for real, like, you don't know what I said. <laughs> Well, I'll listen to the recording. And I'm <laughs> so, um, You're going to have to go back and shit. tweet out if you agree or disagree with what uh, Aaron said, Aaronito said, because um, uh, it was a uh, it was a lot. It was a lot, and you missed it. So definitely, you'll have to go back and take a look at it. All right, guys, that's it. No, Farouk, I appreciate. it. I know you hate when I when I blast the the rug radio stuff, but I think it's uh, you guys take those no, flowers, man. You, you you deserve Thank it, and you, the, everyone that's been working on it's been working so hard, and it's uh, it's not easy. If you're a builder in the space, you know just how hard and difficult it can be to get stuff off the ground. So it's been pretty awesome to watch. All right, let's go ahead and move on to trending news headline number three, Drift Open Editions. NFT photographer Drifter Shoots, one of the most successful photographers in the space, released a 24-hour open edition of his one-year anniversary from being released from prison. Over 10,000 NFT sold at 0.2 ETH, bringing the drop over $6.5 million, and over a million of that will be donated to help fight for those that are falsely incarcerated. Isaac is an inspiration to so many and has been an incredible storyteller of his journey through his photography and constant interaction in the Web3 community. Froak, I know you got to host a space with Isaac for the launch. Uh, I just, I missed it. So I'd love for you to just chat about what inspires you most about Drifter Shoots. Everything. Absolutely everything, bro. I mean, that man is a fucking legend. You know, the same way I said Q was going to be one of the most important artists of a generation, same thing for Drift. And he already is, as a matter of fact. And it's so incredible what he's achieved. I mean, 10,351 mints at 0.2 Ether each. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's the most expensive photograph ever sold in history. Sounds okay, like so it is. Heck yeah, bro. And so and so the most expensive was 6.5 million. That's 6.8 at 3.2 KEs. And so he's done it, you know. And, and just let's fucking go. Yeah. And like hosting him yesterday for three hours. Like I had no idea it was going to last three hours. I was just on there like to jam with him. And so being able to listen to him and like, I hope we're managing, we can manage to play this recording everywhere, like behind, behind bars everywhere, because it was so inspiring. Like what Drift said and what he like, just, and everybody also contributing on stage with Ed or Raven or Manushka or this, that, like everyone, Andrew, like it was just so special. Like it was like a roller coaster of emotions. And he's just like, Drift is there, and he's done it. And also, like, we can talk about the bad, the bad, the bad in the space, blah, 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 all the time, which what the conversation was sucked into lately. But then look at Drift. Like, this is like a shine of light in the fucking space. Like, we made history, y'all. Like, it's a wee thing. It's not just Drift. Like, straight up, it's the whole space. Like, a million dollars was donated to the Bail Project because of this, right? For, for like, people who are treated unfairly and are incarcerated right now, like, that's a million fucking dollars y'all raised in, the, in 24 hours, you know? And that's through the power of Drift and his story. And, like, it's so fucking beautiful to be able to live through that and to exist at the same time as people like him, like Theo and others. Like, it's just fucking dope. And so what happened was beautiful. It's something that happened because of all of us, because of all of y'all, because of Drift. And it's just, like, it's really special. And, and, and it's just, like, really cool to be able to share this 
through an NFT together, actually. I love that. It is. And because, you know, one thing when he... You, when, his uh, series where my vans go is just so incredible, but it's like you're, the access point is so high. It's really hard to be able to do that. And so he opened up an opportunity where anyone could get in. He gave it enough time to where anyone could make sure they got in on the drop and over 10,000 people did, or at least 10,000 were minted, which is just insane in itself because uh, I, I know you remember and a lot of people up on stage remember the conversation around NFT photography, uh, just a year ago when he was first released from prison it was like near uh unexistent and now here he is uh is becoming one of the biggest nft photographers of his time uh right next to justin aversano it's just incredible to have watched this journey and he's really trailblazing his own path i mean everywhere i go i see posts from this guy it's just like his storytelling his ability to connect it's uh it's really inspirational and i know i'm sure a lot of people People up here um, on stage got a piece from him, and I'm sure there are a lot of people in the audience did as well. But it was really beautiful to finally see a drift piece in my wallet, and, and it, it uh, it's just it's just a reminder. Just uh, it, between that and Fawocious's drop was a thousand dollars as well. Like so many people uh, this week were able to get their hands on pieces from legends uh, that that are going to go down in history, and I think it, this is going to just between those two drops. It was like an insane week. Uh, Yo, yeah, I, I was I, I was, was going for the awkward say, silence. Yeah. I was going to see if no, anyone no, else would jump in. I was waiting to see if anybody else would say something to say. I mean, y'all. Here's the thing, sure Farouk. Maybe it's because at night everyone's already fucking asleep. I don't know what the hell's going because on. Because it's tonight. Sunday night. It's Sunday you know, night. You know what, That's it. I think. I think it's because the three tiles you've picked so far, we can't do anything but agree with it. It's like fucking sick. Like, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's, know, there's nothing yo, should else I just to agree. Like, drift that's real quick? Yeah, that's what you would do, KB. Yeah. You want me to put drift real quick? I mean, no, yo, no, no, no. You can't check? even. Not even as a joke. Yeah. It's impossible. Yo, can I get a vibe check? What's up? Yeah, no, that. Nah, shout out to Drift. You know, one I thing. I love his work. Um, when I watch some of his photos or, or videos, like I get a little woozy, you know, my spider senses are tingling. So, you know, you're feeling something if that man's out there and he's up there. And uh, it's really cool that there was an inexpensive price point that a lot of people could get in, become collectors over 10K. So, uh, like you said, for breaking records, this week is power packed. You got record breaking Pelosius, record breaking Drift. Like, God damn what happens the first week of April around these parts. Oh, and we shit. just had X Copy like two weeks before that. Like, yeah, like, that's true. Dog, X Copy was the last dog. one. Yeah, it is. Hell yeah. All you know what? It's really beautiful when you see all of these uh, these uh, OG crypto artists that have been kind of quiet or they've just like been building in the background. And then it's all of a sudden it's like bam, like this massive drop, and uh, everyone comes out and supports them because they like they they are recognized. And it's it's cool to see a lot of people was were wondering for a long time like, are we ever going to see like crypto art uh, come back to the spotlight? And in this. The last few weeks, we've really seen that with some of the OG drops that have been happening and getting the recognition they deserve uh, for all the work that they've put into this space. And uh, and it's just inspiring, and it's got to inspire other artists out there that are uh, just getting started, too. You just got to keep trailblazing your own path. 
but yeah, I agree. It is hard to, it's, it, there's not many more takes than just being inspirational, but it's got, got to add them in there because it is, it's just been a massive week when it comes to some of these drops. Uh, and I think it's always cool to look back on, uh, NFT rewind because the, it's just insane what happens, uh, during the week. And both of those, like, like King Blackboard was saying, they're record breaking and it's cool to, to be a part of that. It's like every week we're part of like something that's breaking records in this space. All right, let's and bro, go ahead. On top of that, Carl, I want people to understand, like, Drift did it on his own platform, on his own smart contract. They're each NFT is an ERC-721. Like, I, I know I keep repeating these little things, but it's just, like, it's more than an image. It's more than JPEG. It's more than a photo. Like, this thing is technology. Like, it's incredible. Like, it's really cool to be able to see that with low gas costs. Like, I minted five at once for 40 bucks, dude. Uh, 40 bucks gas, sorry. Of course, I paid the point two for a photo, but it's just, like, you know, it's that's what people's got to understand. Like, it's really cool what he's done, Drip. Like, he's shown people that you can do it as an artist, like straight up. Yeah, that was actually super inspirational to see that that the whole the site, the smart contract, everything was was uh, done independently of any other big like website. And um, I think we're going to see a lot more of that to come. And I think that's that's awesome because more just goes to like in this case, more was able to go to uh, a really important. Um, charity that he was passionate about instead of going to necessarily uh like another uh, centralized exchange so i think that's amazing all right let's go ahead and move to the next one this one hopefully we've got some more uh feedback on i'm excited about it trending news headline number four nft la nft la started right after the last show which was two weeks ago but it finished up last week and i said that we always love hearing highlights of what happens on the ground at conferences and farouk was our designated on the ground reporter i'm excited to get the scoop about what you felt in la uh what were some of your favorite moments from the week and then what are some upcoming conferences that are on your radar or the radars of anyone else that's uh, on stage dude i don't know but let me tell you uh, i wish i was in europe because there was lisbon just now uh, there is paris there's berlin bright moments and then there's something else that out there and so there's a lot of cool shit happening in europe call so i do wish i was there uh, but nftla i mean look it was good you know just cool events good people it was awesome to be able to have to speak on stage just like create my own panel with a bunch of cool people macgyver betty g money and bobby hundreds so that was super super dope um and yeah like you know the event was great uh, there was some good people and on the way i mean you know on the way next there is um there's vcon that's the next event i'll be speaking at uh and there's also after that probably metaverse miami uh, but yeah, dude, like it's, uh, it's it was good though. It's always good to see people call. You know what I love? I do love that you mentioned all the European events that are happening because it has that was like uh, something that's been very anticipated and i love seeing that these the conferences are starting to spread uh more globally especially in terms of organization and uh like these events are getting bigger and bigger um and i think it's inspiring to watch because it shows the the foothold of uh nfts and the blockchain it really starts to show how borderless it is once it's like just happening everywhere uh it's just the momentum cannot be stopped who who else in the uh on, on the panel was in NFTLA? Was it was it Farouk the only one? 
No, I, I was there. I went to LA for the first time. Um, it was super fun. It's, it's always just so good to see people IRL. Um, we share these moments on spaces and in chats and in phone calls, but like showing up and giving someone a hug that you've never seen before in your life, you've maybe spent, you know, a hundred hours or more at least talking to over the past few months, it's entirely different. So, um, yeah, I was sad. I didn't get to see Simon. Um, but yeah, had a, had a great time. I know, buddy. I didn't see anyone. I was running around doing stuff. Uh, hey, guys. hey, broke. I met you at NYC NFT, um, the museum party, but I'm obsessed with the NFC NYT, NYC. I haven't done LA or Miami and stuff, but all these things are looking really good. It is. The it's, events are awesome. Yeah, the in real life events, like it's just something different. It's like magical. And what I love about these conferences is like there's like all these satellite events. It's just like every single big NFT uh, community has their own parties, and it's just like constant fun, constant connecting. Sometimes it's hard to like like uh, Fungible was saying. Sometimes you know it's, it's hard meeting up with uh, the people that you're trying to find because there's so much going on. You just keep. Uh, like missing uh, the path of the person you're trying to find but it's just it goes to show just how much uh, always is happening on the ground and it's it's pretty cool when you go from on the blockchain uh, to in real life because those connections and being able to meet with people is really important so um, do you guys yeah. know it's gonna be like a doodles or board ape this year in nyc yeah i think nft nyc i think doodles and the apes will both have a big events at those um, yeah, Board Ape have definitely a big event in NYC this year. And to answer your question about the the dynamic in LA, I've been uh, for NFT LA, and I thought that the best event I, I've been to is like uh, the one, the female quotient, quotient event, like it was a female-led event. And the quality of this was such stunning, like everything was really like high qualitative and I really enjoyed it. And uh, Farouk, that's funny because uh, you talk about Europe right now, and uh, I'm in Paris right now, and there is the NFT week, like I think starting tomorrow, and I'm not decided to to go. I, I don't know if I'm going to because I feel like it's going to be so much different than the one in NFT LA. I mean, if it's all about the conferences, uh, it's not that I don't care, but I feel the networking, like the parties, the side events was, were much more like better than the real conferences in LA. Yeah, that, that's true from what I've noticed from New York and LA. It's like the real events are the ones outside the conferences. And I'm not going to bad talk any of the people hosting by any means or putting them together. It's just a different dynamic. And you're actually yeah, able to connect with folks in different spaces. And like, uh, I'm, I'm very uh, hesitant on a lot of them. Uh, but I, even Farouk knows, like Kenobi is putting together one in Miami, which I'm excited for. Uh, is that in July or August, Farouk? I can't remember. I think it's uh, beginning I think it's August. It's the first week of August. Yeah, so looking forward to that one. It's a different way of curating, so that'll be uh, interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I'm also going to uh, the Bright Moment, like for the Berlin. Like I'm going like uh, this week, so I think it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna meet my crypto citizen there. That is amazing, and I love that you shouted out the female-led. Um, 
it's just it's amazing to see female led uh like panels uh and speakers that are on stages and just like uh, female led projects um it's just it's really inspiring to see how the space has grown uh in the diversity in the space in the last year that has kind of uh, evolved very well uh especially for just it we're still in its infancy but it's very um the space and are creating amazing things in the space yeah that's so true and indeed like a funny story like uh that i i've been to the board ape event in nftla and uh there is only few women there but much more than precedents like earlier event and so i went to talk with the girl and just was hey it's so cool to see a board ape lady i'm so glad that you're here and then we i, I talked deeper about how we need to be much more involved in the community, even in the uh, salon, everything, we need to be more in front. And she just me, yeah, that's so cool. We need indeed. And at the end, she just told me, yeah, you know, but I'm not a board ape and I'm not into NFTs. I'm just here to, you know, I want to flirt with the bartender. I'm just a plus one. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck. There is not much woman indeed you know, involved. Well, I love, I mean, just having you, like you said, like having strong women that get up on panels and speak is just going to continue to uplift others. And so I just want to give you flowers just coming up here too, uh, and just sharing because that's what's so important is just like, uh, not being not not feeling like you like you can't go up like there's there's so much space in those voices, even if you feel like you have to kind of push your way in. Uh, it's like, it's, it's just like you're a trailblazer. So thank you for for what you're doing and continuing to fight for women in this space, because it's so important. I actually just got off a space with a bunch of girls. And a lot of women were talking that, you know, they're slowly becoming more comfortable to come up and speak, but it's still like, it's a slow shift for them. They get a little intimidated, but I'm like, we are the ones that have to make the difference and just take the step and do it. I love that. Yeah. It's so it's inspiring to see just like, it's, how this space like so many people how they how they are fearful like even uh myself with starting spaces like you you gotta like tip uh like start dipping your water your toes in the water but then as you do it more and more often it just becomes more and more comfortable and then you get people leading like these super inspiring spaces and just learning about others and the fears they overcame and then it inspires others it's just like a serious domino effect and i'm so bullish on um just how everyone grows in the space because there's just leaders for every single group of people uh, in in the NFT space. It's really inspiring. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our final trending news headline. I know King Blackboard will like this one. April anticipation. April is looking set up to be crazy. There's so much that is being anticipated in April in the ecosystem. All of the builders are starting to reveal some of their grand plans, and it's truly uh, magical seeing all of the behind-the-scene work come to fruition. Uh, I wanted to take a second and let everyone uh, on the panel just talk because we missed last week, the first week of April, but there's some huge things, uh, one being the other side. A lot of people are super excited about the ape coin and the utility that is being worked on. There's uh, utility 
utility coins coming out of everywhere. There's the gang token for the gutter cat gang, new Tokyo dollar for 10KTF, just all of these ecosystems that are starting to reveal kind of the utility behind. And I feel like uh, April is set to be a crazy month. What do you think, Farouk? Man, I don't know, but it's looking good. You know, I'm very comfortably sitting on a lot of NFTs and I'm not too worried about a lot of things. Just head down, working, building and just doing my thing. But, you know, just uh, it's looking good. I saw a tweet the earlier. I think it was Horndog. I think I interacted with it. Or let me find it. But I, I kind of like what he was saying about the month of April. I thought it was a pretty good one. I'm going to find it in two seconds. But uh, he said the rest of that That's what he wrote. So he said, the rest of April is going to be crazy for NFTs. Cool Cats, Cooltopia prediction this week. Azuki official Beans Reveal prediction 15th. It's predictions, right? The Moonbirds Mint on 16th will be lit. Artifact Studios, just everything they're doing. And he, then he said Yuga Labs land sale by end of month, perhaps. And then Wildcard Doodles announcement, maybe. I don't know. But like, I just liked it because I was like, you know, hey, like, it makes sense, right? Shit moves quick in this space and there could be a lot happening in April. So, um, you know, let's see what goes down. Yeah, you know, one thing it is, it, there's always speculation, uh, but we know regardless if it all hits in April or not, we just, like you said, there's so much that we know is in the pipeline of all of these um, different big NFT communities. A lot of them are coming up on their one-year anniversary. It's uh, the Bored Apes will be first uh, of the big the big projects that kind of started last year, and then it's just going to be like a- anniversary after anniversary of all of these communities. And it's just really inspiring to think of how far a lot of these communities have come in just a year. But then also now that they have like this established foundation, all of the things that can be built uh, upon them. And I think that's really inspiring. We, I mean, we've got Voxel Blaze up here who's been working with the Gutter Cat Gang since day one of launch, uh, basically helping build in the sandbox. And so I just maybe turn it over to Voxel just to just to like, what's the reflection of how much work goes in behind the scenes to really bring like to fruition the games and all of the things that people are so excited about, but but. The they, they get excited. They don't realize how much work it is to make it happen. Talk a little bit about the process of just like building in this ecosystem. Oh man, that's a, that's a, that's a pretty interesting question. Um, but well, basically the, the, there was a whole learning process from the start. Like, like I think you would remember when we first started out it was just a little uh, character that I made in Vox Edit on the sandbox and then posted that when the Gutter Cat Gang launched after minting a whole bunch of them and um, it was like a celebration thing and then it just went crazy from there it kind of formed a partnership and I was able to change jobs and become a full-time NFT artist and do that from now on and just make games but the, the whole process was a learning thing like how to make a team and then get more people on we're still on the process of getting more people on board and making more artists just to be able to make more games ourselves and get more clients on to build the sandbox out and it's been um crazy year basically like I would, if you asked me a year ago if I was doing this in a year's time definitely not I was just a like a little bar manager I'd go in and do my night shifts come home normal job nine to five like nine to five and then also do night shifts but yeah, just uh, now I just work full time on NFTs. Does translate to more more work in a uh, a better a better place? It's like much better working from home and working for something that you actually believe in. It's like probably the the best thing about it. 
Yo, for that, thank you so much for sharing. And uh, one thing that I love that he mentioned, Farouk, I bet you can attest to this. Just like when you were starting in clubhouse rooms, just getting to know people, and now you have like this team of people that you kind of work with constantly. It's just crazy to look back at where, like, where you were a year ago and today. Like, if you're a builder in the space, how many moving parts there is. I just loved how he talked about like having to learn about building these teams and stuff. And and d- damn, I mean, just like to. Re- reflect on that alone has to be insane yeah 100 percent, man like i said the I, bringing people in and being able to convince people from like not even knowing about nfts being like oh this is actually a, like a foreseeable job of the future where we can make a lot of money and can change your life it's actually better than what you're doing right now like you're just working for somebody nine to five and just plodding along not really investing in yourself and then that's what i saw with the opportunity with web3 was like it gave you one of the biggest opportunities i think i've seen in a long time to be able to invest in yourself and do what you want to do i love that ron i saw you start to come off i mean you're a builder in in this space too and you know what it's like just to grind every day and grow uh what were what were you thinking yeah i actually accidentally came off the mute (laughs) that's all I appreciate it though. Yo. Yeah, I mean, just put, putting together teams and stuff. I mean, that's that's half the battle is putting the right people in the right place, right? Yeah, and I just love seeing. I love just watching builders. It's one of the most inspiring things to me in this space because I just, uh, especially after you start building something in the space, you have so much more respect for everyone else that's doing it as well. It doesn't matter if your project is uh, one of the top selling projects. Uh, in the space does top volume or if it's if you're just continuing trying to build an organic small community it's it's in the small things and it's just constantly coming and showing up to the space and i just think um it's going to be really beautiful in the next couple months because we're coming up on the anniversary of a lot of these projects just to see uh how they continue to build out in the ecosystem but uh thanks to everyone for sharing too and i'm just really excited for everything in the pipeline i had to I had to put that in there, Fro, because like you said, there's just so many uh, threads right now about everything that's kind of uh, been building up to this summer. I think this this spring and summer is just going to be insane with the, the types of things and partnerships we see in the space. Um, I'll let you close out on this one, Farouk, if there's anything else, or I know that you're excited though. I know that you're excited about rug radio building, but then also just like being a collector and all of the stuff that's being built in the space as well. Bro, I'm hyped. That's all. You know, like the space just keeps on getting better and better. And it's like, I don't like, like I'm excited for April, but like my mind's already like ahead, you know? So it's just, it's all about the long, yeah, it's all, it's all about that long-term thinking, you know? Yeah. 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 Carl, I want to make a quick point on this too. It's like, as we've seen the last year, like when when we look at these calendars of things coming out, like it really brings so much parallels to what Hollywood blockbusters were like. We're seeing these long lead up times, larger marketing campaigns, awareness to them, and they're dropping and hitting the equivalent of what a decent Hollywood box office would make. And it's not taking the 50% to the distribution methods anymore, completely changing the game. And I wrote a small throughout the other day is a reason Hollywood traditional is trying to get into this space because for example, I said, my friend just finished a movie. It took five years to make $50 million plus movie. Their fee was $2 million and it's a complete buyout. They have no control over it anymore. There's a reason that everyone is coming in now, but there's a reason that this works so special because it doesn't go to the middleman anymore. It gets distributed back to the creators 
and to the community that's involved. And that's why I think we're still just at the precipice of where this is all going moving forward. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that this uh, it's a long game, right? And I, and this space is so uh, noisy and there's so much happening week to week that a lot of times in the NFT space, we forget uh, about kind of zooming out and looking at the, the grand scheme of things. But we all know, just uh, everyone knows it, that, you know, a majority of projects today won't make it. It's that five to 10 percent that are that are thinking long term building uh, processes for the future, for the next de- couple decades. And those are the ones that are just going to continue to transform the industry. And uh, it's it's so cool to see like which ones are starting to pull pull ahead uh, because of the work that they've put in. Because at the end of the day, to build anything special in any any space, uh, you've got to put your head to the ground and, and be working. But when you do that and you have those long-term visions, you start to see them playing out, especially once you have time on your side, which we are starting to have. You know, a lot of these um, projects have had time to build. So you're starting to see some of the things that they've been building. And I think the next few years are just going to be so fun because we're going to continue to see that with partnerships, with games, with all of these things that are in the pipeline. And I couldn't be more excited about uh, the NFT space, especially kind of leaning up a- against this uh, this really monumental time where uh, the NFT space really started to rocket um, last summer and spring because of all of the all of the uh, drops and PFP drops that were happening. And so it's, it's kind of a cool time to look back, especially regardless if you're new to the space, realizing you're really not that late because it's only been a year. Or if you've been in the space, it feels like forever, even though it's only been a year. So uh, we're all in this together and it's a beautiful time. Yo, Farouk, that's it, man. We made it through another NFT Rewind. I want to give uh, you a shout out. Is there anything you want to close with, Farouk? I know you've got a couple big spaces coming up. Anything you want to remind everyone about before we close the show? Honestly, it's, uh, it's just that uh, you know, we're going to have a town hall tomorrow, so it's going to be pretty good. And then, as usual, it's going to be great shows all week. You know, Expect a lot of big things. Just you know, And keep on keeping on, y'all. It's, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful time to be in the space right now. It's just figure it out and just work hard because there's there's so much happening here and i love it Farouk, thank you so much and guys thank you so much for everyone on the panel the nft space is a constant news cycle but we do our best every sunday to filter out the noise and bring you the best weekly recap as you navigate through nft waters Hey, just a reminder that our journeys are all personal and our conversations are never financial advice, but for educational purposes only. I also want to give a shout out to the Crazy Carl Collective. Crazy Carl's not my real name. I'm just one voice in the collective. We're an entity in the Web3 space working to build and grow together. Farouk is a Crazy Carl as well as many people on stage and in the audience. If you're not in the collective, I encourage you to follow us and watch us and then join us. Thanks for joining the show today and we'll see you next week. And that's a wrap. Another week of non-stop news packed into an hour of fun. All conversations on NFT Rewind are for educational purposes and should never be taken as financial advice. Thanks for ending your week with us. And until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse.